0: Good day to you. My name is Fred Oakman, and as always, with me today is Mr. Jake Peters. We are P.S. This is Awesome, a PlayStation podcast, and this is episode 194. This is a show where we share our feelings about the current state of PlayStation. But before we get on with the show, I want to invite you all to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. YouTube.com slash P.S. This is Awesome. And visit us on Twitter at P.S. This is Awesome. We no longer... I have a website because I'm in the middle of migrating things to another place. So the Tumblr is pretty much uh, not going to be updated anymore. But if you want to make fun of our trophy list on the PSN, you can find me at anchorless underscore 81 and Mr. Jake Peters at Jake saw zero one. And as always, you can write the show at PS. is awesome at gmail.com. And most importantly, don't forget to share the show with your friends. Be sure to leave comments and rate the podcast as you see fit. And as a reminder, this is a video podcast as well. And you can watch the show if you prefer our YouTube channel. And for new and or longtime listeners who want to support the show, we now have a Patreon where you can support us at a $1 level called the One and Only $1 Club. So head over to patreon.com slash PS. This is awesome. To become a $1 patron, get a free die-cut vinyl sticker mailed to you and a shout-out on the show. But before we go on... Any further with this episode, I need to clarify two quick things to the listeners. Um, Number one, I want to apologize for any confusion with episode 193, which came out with the feeds. I've been trying to do some uh, host migration. We're trying to migrate shit, and I've never done this before. It involves doing like a redirect and uh, a permanent redirect, which I haven't implemented yet, but I kind of have a temporary redirect going on right now. Hopefully... Everything uh, is still showing on your your platforms on your streaming platforms for the show and want to get all this done before we hit episode 200. So if you are a listener to the show and you have any issues accessing new content new episodes and it's not refreshing from week to week to week and you're getting this episode but nothing after it please email us at PS this is awesome at gmail.com and let us know what platform you're using and we will try to get it corrected. Um, as I said before, I've never done anything like this before, and I did do a lot of research, but because we were essentially homebrewing our way onto your streaming platform, it could get messy. So if we disappear, we will be back. So if we load a ton of old shows into your feed on the same day, it's because something got a little screwy. I know that happened with like episodes 185 to 193. 193, yeah. So they all kind of just showed up as like being released that day that's because we were slowly kind of changing things to make things easier for us But so once we're migrated it'll make Jake and I's lives much easier with uploading the show and making it accessible to everybody and the podcast will be all in one place and we don't have to do like weird redirects to the shows and stuff so right now we're uploading it to a hosting thing and then we're linking the file to another thing that creates a feed that we send to a feed burner account and the feed burner account is linked to all these different uh, streaming services so right now we're consolidating it all into an Easy process for ourselves. So the podcast should look a little more professional in your feed, and the descriptions won't get cut off. You should be able to click the more button and see the descriptions. Um, This is also going to integrate with our Patreon page. So down the road, if we get enough patrons, we'll be able to offer exclusive content down the road via our stream, which is exactly what we need to have happen as the show grows. So now's the best time uh, to get this all underway and get it set up before we hit episode 200 and we'll get a nice fresh start around then. So thank you for sticking with the show and sorry about any kind of confusion. There might be a little more shit going on. With the show, just make sure you're refreshing stuff. And, and uh, if our show disappears from your podcast uh, platform, just research it and, and re-download the stuff or resubscribe. So I don't think we're going to lose anybody, but it could happen. Jake, I don't know how familiar you are with this, but there's something called like a permanent redirect. So all these platforms like uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, you know wherever these people are listening to our podcast, to be honest, they are all currently set to look at the, the feed burner RSS feed that we have set up. And when we're migrating our hosting, um, we are going to do a permanent redirect and close down our feed burner feed. And instead say anything that references that specific address will just instantly redirect to where the new hosting is. So if that permanent redirect doesn't work, um, and they try to access it and and then the feed's been closed down and it doesn't do the redirect the way it's supposed to our, our podcast very well may disappear from platforms, which is going to really fucking suck. So I hope that it works. It's scary to do. I have the redirect up, but I haven't deleted the feed yet. And that's like the last process. So, and after we do that, um, give it a couple, couple weeks and all should be migrated over. But anyways, we can finally have good stats and statistics. I've got better numbers now for the show, which is exciting. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're good. So with all that out of the way, Jake, I've done a little bit of heavy lifting on the back end of the podcast here, and it's looking like it's working pretty well. Um, How are you doing? I am doing just fine
1: as well as can be expected today. Good. COVID (laughs) has been an issue, but... (laughs) We don't have to get into it, but it's uh, been uh, an, more of a close-to-home issue recently. I mean, obviously, it's an issue for everyone, but um, we went to report the, record the podcast, and I spilled my drink all over my desk, so that was a good start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. There was something else that I wanted to talk about. Hockey. But... Oh, Uh Turning the clocks back an hour tonight. Oh shit! I don't know if you knew they're not. So you get an extra hour of sleep this evening. You get an extra. I always get confused when this happens. Yeah. So at two o'clock in the morning, it switches the time back to one o'clock. So you get an extra hour. So in the fall, you lose an hour. Spring forward. Spring, what? No. Fall back. Spring forward. Right. So you fall back, meaning. The hour goes back, meaning you gain an hour. Spring forward, meaning the hour goes forward, meaning you lose an hour.
0: Well, this is where my brain breaks. So think about it. So I'm getting up at 545, right? So you're saying starting tomorrow, 545 in the morning that we know it as today will actually be 445 in the morning. Correct. So 645 will be my new 545. Right. That makes more so, sense to think about it that way. So starting tomorrow Yeah, I'm an idiot sometimes when it comes to this kind of my my brain is so creative that I can't wrap my head around the the logical shit. Go the ahead. way that I look at it is that <laughs> when this happens, starting to
1: meaning yearly, but like starting tomorrow, it will be dark before I get home from work. Mm. That's that's the way that that's I look at it. Darker
0: sooner. Yeah.
1: Yeah because it's it's because uh, the time falls back meaning that the, it gets dark an hour earlier now and right now it's getting dark around 6:20ish pm so drop that back an hour it means that starting tomorrow it will be dark at like 5:20 5 5:30 5 which is fucking early mm. <laughs> for it to be dark outside but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and that is why people get depressed
0: in the wintertime in Pennsylvania right because you go to work in the morning it's dark you maybe get a half hour of lunch or something maybe you take a stroll outside under some gray clouds go back to work and then you leave and it's dark so you don't see the sunlight five days of the week really if you're inside for a job for four or five months except for the weekends I have never
1: had issues historically have not had issues with seasonal depression, Mm -hmm. but in the last probably two to three years, I've really fucking struggled in the winter time.
0: Dude. That's why the band is so good. When you get productive with music, it's a good release for that. I know Nate needs it too. We've talked about it. I, the band is good. Um,
1: hockey helps me a little bit more Mm -hmm. because it's like a physical release, Mm. you know, like I get out there and I literally just beat the shit out of myself Mm -hmm. and it makes me feel just better spending all that energy. It's like torture. But yeah, but I, I, the band is a good, a good, like mental focus. It's a good distraction. Yeah. And and, and video games do help as well, but it's one of those things where it's like at the beginning, like right after this, like starting tomorrow, what's going to happen is probably for the next two weeks, I'm going to want to go to bed at like eight o'clock yeah, because it's going to be (laughs) fucking dark for like three hours at eight o'clock. So I'm like my, you know, circadian rhythm is going to be all fucked up. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I don't know, but that's it. Other than that, life is good. Life's peachy. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Same thing. Um, Dealing with the COVID thing, uh, same situation as you, I don't think I have it. I could have it. I, I have no fucking clue if I have it. Um, I feel like I should have it, but all signs are saying that I don't, except for like how I feel in my head. A little congested. So if you're hearing it in the podcast, it's probably just the common cold. Um, but yeah, things are good, man. We uh, We're talking about... I know you had a home project recently where you redid your bathroom and we're making plans to do our bathroom this spring. So we're starting to look at prices and how much we can actually do on our own and starting to pull numbers. I've been painting some miniatures. For, uh, I get my HeroQuest. I uh, got my confirmation on my Hero Quest coming Thursday. i supposed to be going to a concert Thursday in Buffalo to see Hot Water Music play, which is going to be fantastic. I don't know, aside from that, not a whole lot. Had some days off work this past week, and uh, I'm going to hit the ground running on Monday. We're recording this kind of late for our show. It's going to be a different vibe. I feel like there's a different vibe to our show right now, When episode 194. it's a different. It's a different vibe. Oh, also, if you haven't, Jake, and if the listeners haven't, y'all really need to watch the YouTube intro for episode 193, the Halloween episode, and look at what I did. Because it is fantastic. And if you can name all of the games that I spliced into the intro, that uh, then you're something else. Because I, I did something pretty cool. I was so proud of myself. I took a little extra time for our intro with the cool Halloween theme song. But uh, it might make more sense to you, Jake, if you hear it with the music. But, um, yeah, it, it's kind of synced to the music, the cool thing that happens, the cool stuff. Anyways, I don't know. Um, You guys should watch it. With that out of the way, I'm going to talk about some games. I am playing. Actually, I'm done playing. But I have played and beaten, thanks to Jacob, uh, The Evil Within in the last couple days. For sure. And it was good. I beat it. I ended up beating it on (laughs) easy and it pisses me off. Because I got all the way to the last chapter in the game and the last difficult battle, I would say. And it's with these two things that have like these weird heads. And uh, you have to defeat them. And on regular difficulty, they really, really restrict your ammo and you take way more damage. And I had barely any ammo. And I could get the first one killed, but I probably tried 25 times. And, uh, my death count at the end of the game, it tells you your death count was like 150 on regular mode. I died like 150 times playing that game. And, uh, but I got through it pretty quick. I liked it. I miss games like that. It was a very double A feeling kind of game. I know Bethesda published it, but I don't know who made the game. Evil Within
1: Tango GameWorks. It, uh, Shinji Mikami was the creative director, who was the guy who did Resident Evil Four. I really liked so the game; it's <coughs> fucking awesome. The Evil I think Within was great. There, there are people who think that the second one is better. I disagree. Wow, the first one is better. Uh, I, when you asked me, cause you messaged me last night or the night before that about the ending of the game, mm-hmm. about how you were having trouble with it. And I, it's been so long. I don't remember. It wouldn't surprise me if I knocked the difficulty back like you did. But I remember the one thing I remember about the end of the game is not liking it. F- but I loved, but I loved everything else about the game. Yeah,
0: there, I, ha- I have some bones to pick with it, and it's an older game. But I played it because I was wanted to play a scary game around Halloween, right? And it's been on my bucket list for a while, my uh, my back catalog, so to speak. So, Jake, maybe you'll remember this. But you press the circle button to burn downed enemies, right? And you got to rack up matches, right? So you keep matches in your inventory. And sometimes if you sneak up on an enemy while he's, like, down, like a zombie that's already just down and not animated, you can burn him. And uh, they set fire and they don't reanimate. So the problem is that sometimes you shoot a zombie with with a gun and he'll fall down or she'll fall down, and then you run up to him, you want to burn him, and you're mashing the button to do it, but you don't get the prompt. And while you're trying to throw a match down, other fucking zombies attack you. And, like, had the prompt just showed up... It would have been easy-peasy, and you would have gotten away with exactly what the game is, is designed to allow you to do. So I had issues with the circle button not coming up when I wanted to burn enemies that were uh, incapacitated on the ground. Um, I feel like I had to be the per- just the perfect distance away. This seems like it's an issue with Fallout games as well. I know Bethesda didn't make this game, but I think like it had a double-A feel as far as that goes, and I don't think that the-, the shooting mechanics were super tight. There was some input lag for sure. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it's
1: it was made in the RE4 style. I mean, they use yeah. like the modern... Kind of control scheme. You don't have the tank controls anymore, but like mm-hmm. it's pretty clunky still. If I remember, but correctly. I liked it.
0: It was fun. The, the dialogue was che- like the the voice acting was terrible, but that's what I liked about it. Like it, it was like a throwback to those old kind of scary games, you know. And I enjoyed it. So the final boss battle was not the boss battle that I had trouble on. The final boss battle was just like a. It was very easy. I don't know if you had trouble in the very final boss battle. It's like, uh, it's a seven-year-old game, I think. The guy kind of, the Ruvik is like the bad guy. And uh, he kind of embodies, he gets into like the brain of this big beast or something. And like he's operating it like Krang would in Ninja Turtles. And he's controlling this big beast. And all of a sudden there's like a Humvee with a machine gun on it. And it's flying around. Somehow, and your guy ends up in it, and, and it. they tried to do too much with the ending, and then the the very end of the game is just one shot. Like, you just shoot your pistol with the guy as he's approaching, and it's like, game over, and it's just like, shows you this big ending. Um, so, yeah, the final boss battle wasn't very fun, but the boss battle before that, like, the, man... I'll tell you what, it was hard-earned to get to chapter 15 on the regular difficulty. There were many, many, many attempts on some difficult parts where I was restricted on ammo that I had to get real creative to get through or get lucky. And And I pushed and I pushed and I pushed and I pushed until I got to that one. And I was about ready to rage quit, but I knew I was in the last chapter and I knew I was so close to the end that I just bumped the difficulty down and I didn't get the normal difficulty trophy, which really makes me mad. They should have made more ammo available. I don't think there,
1: I don't think there is a trophy for the different difficulties There is. I checked.
0: Yeah, is there? Yeah, because you you have the easy one as well. I compared compared our trophies. Okay, so I so
1: I must have switched it at some point, but like, I remember the ending, hating the final boss battle. Not in that it was hard, but in that I thought it was stupid. Yeah, um, it's not like
0: any of the other boss battles
1: yeah, I, it sucks because like the game's not easy. The the first three quarters of the game, if I remember correctly, are so engaging just from a, from like a thriller Mm -hmm. sort of perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I remember it's like, it's like, you remember that game out the out, like outlast or the outlast or whatever the fuck it is. It's like the game is awesome until like the last 10% you're like why the fuck did you do this yeah like why like why is this the way you decided to end it it ruins the whole thing. that's why it was never
0: game of the year right it's not a complete vision it's, it doesn't they didn't they but didn't, I I, don't know.
1: I will admit I will admit the game is awesome even if you do have to dial back the difficulty because it's hard uh it It is a game I think that everybody should play. And if there is one thing about... Uh, I was going to say Resident Evil 2, Evil but within. I mean the Evil Within 2. Is that I think that the game is probably balanced a little better. Mm. Uh, but it's, it's less grounded and more like... Because it's like... <sighs> You'd probably understand what I mean when I say that, like, the Evil Within is kind of like the fucking Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like, in, like, there, there's, like, themes that are similar in terms of, like, what's real and what's not. Yeah, kind of it's interesting. And, like, <clears throat> the Evil Within 2 is, like, 100% in the fucking Matrix. Oh. So, like, it's just balls to the wall from the beginning of the game. You don't ever come out of it. Yeah, and, and it's that's why I don't like it because there's no there's no moderation, mm. you know what I mean? So, like, it's just it's on full tilt, it's good. Don't get me wrong, it's good, but it's like it's crazy the whole time, mm. as opposed to like the evil within, where it was like it was crazy. Like, what the fuck is better. going on? Like, and like it added to the thriller component to it and everything. I don't know, I like, um. I don't know. I guess you can kind of comment on what your final opinion is of it, but yeah. I still have very positive opinions about the game, even though I didn't like the ending.
0: But yeah, no, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was worth playing. I think if anyone's looking for a good, scary game, it's a great place to jump on. Now, if they're doing an Evil Within 3, I, I don't know if it's going to come to Sony. It might. If it's still being published by De- Be- Bethesda, it's, I doubt Tango it. Tango is a Bethesda studio, so, so that, I No, it. we're not going to get it. So... Don't get too invested if they're making a third one because uh, you're not going to be able to finish it off. your solely PlayStation, so I don't know. I, I'm happy I didn't happy I didn't have to pay for it, but I wouldn't have been disappointed had I. So thanks for letting me borrow the game. But sure. uh, yeah, it was on sale for like ten bucks. I was going to buy it, and then I was like, I don't yeah. Know. I
1: have. Mm. I have uh, the Evil Within two as well, but. You said it's digital, right? I think I think it's digital. Yeah, I mean, now that doesn't mean that I can't let you fucking do whatever. But like, eh, I mean, like that my was brother on and I too. Yeah, yeah, my brother and I. You could probably get it for almost nothing now if you wanted to play it. Yeah. Like, you could probably buy it for 5 dollars on eBay yeah. if you wanted to.
0: I probably will. Yeah. I might wait till next Halloween to dive into it. It'll be on sale then for sure. But Jake, what are you playing right now? You doing anything fun? Um, so i've been playing
1: uh far cry 6 still yeah uh in it's i know we're like a week and a half since our last podcast
0: yeah we're running a little
1: late this this time but that's fine yeah so excuse me so like i have been playing it i went on another work trip this past week, mm-hmm. and so I took my PS4 with me because I refuse to take my PS5 with me <laughs> on trips. Yeah, because I don't, don't want to fucking break it. And so, <laughs> even though I'm like, it's gonna run like shit on the PS4. Because <laughs> one thing that is kind of cool about the, the the Far Cry 6 thing is that I can literally just go into the game, upload my save to the cloud, and then turn on my PS4, download the save, and I just am where I'm at. Yeah, so that like, is nice. So it's, it's not, you know, I, I don't have to worry about, like, some games between PS4 and PS5, like, you can't transfer saves or whatever. Ubisoft, for all of their flaws, they do make that very easy. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I, I'm, like, 50%. I, I'm, I looked at my save. I'm 22 hours into it. And are 23 hours into it. And I am about 50% of the way done with the story. So I still got a ways to go. Um, I am interested in playing a few other games. I, like, I, for example, I haven't finished Diablo 2 Resurrected yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, is, there isn't really a whole lot in terms of, like, PlayStation stuff that's coming out until, like, February. So... I'm just kind of catching up on some third party stuff. And uh, like I know, you you know, I know this is a PlayStation podcast, but uh, I also have an Xbox. And this week, uh, Forza Horizon 5 comes out, which is a racing game. Yeah, yeah. I might check that out because it's on Game Pass. But mostly, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, I'm excited for the early to mid December when Halo comes out. Other than that, like, I don't really have any crazy plans as far as what I'm going to do with games. So, yeah. uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know what's next. I, I, I might actually jump into, cause we got for free, uh, kingdoms of Amalur re reckoning mm-hmm. this month. I might jump into that cause uh, I never actually played it and I've heard a, a lot of really good things <clears throat> about it. So, yeah. but yeah, for, for what I've been playing mostly far cry six, I still maintain that Far Cry 5 is a better game. Uh, people always talk about how they think that Far Cry 3 is the best fucking Far Cry game. And yeah, it might be the most influential, but I still personally maintain that Far Cry 5 is my favorite. So, um, although I did have a shitload of fun with Far Cry 1. But uh, anyway, so that's
0: kind of where I'm at, I cool. guess. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, man. So, let's... As far as games, I don't know what I'm diving into next. I'm I'm still slowly picking away at Darkest Dungeon. Some of those new games that we got for Plus look decent. Speaking of which, one of the free games we got this November is the Persistence. So, going into news, PS5 users will be happy to learn that the enhanced version is now free as well. Initially, when the Persistence was made a Plus game for November, users couldn't get the free upgrade, which was weird for PS5. So... Uh, now you can, so all is now right with the world. So that that game was kind of cool looking, and it was a VR game. You can also play it non-VR if you choose, I believe. Uh, but uh, let's move forward just a little bit. There's new gameplay. Uh, well, I guess now there's gameplay for uh, from Software's upcoming title, Elden Ring. Have you seen any of that yet? I saw <sighs>
1: that there was footage up, and I was thinking about watching it, but I I did not watch
0: it. It wasn't impressive to me. It just looked like a, another Souls It looks game. like a From Software game. Yeah, it, no, there was nothing about it that I was like, oh, shit. Like, it well, looked we a little janky, this. honestly. Well, we
1: talked about this, I think, the last episode was where we covered the state of play, where I mentioned that, for whatever fucking reason, it's been, you know, 40 years, but for whatever reason, the Japanese still cannot make a proper... <clears throat> trailer for for gameplay in a video game. Yeah, and this was just like, a, <laughs> like I don't like understand like why it's impossible for them yeah. to do, but like why is it so hard to make this look good? Like just okay. ask somebody from from fucking, you know, the the Silicon Valley to make your
0: trailer. <laughs> but I'm sure people are going ape shit over it and I'm sure a lot of people disagree with me, but to me it just wasn't like whoa. Like this is what they've been cooking up. Like it was 15 minutes of gameplay. It wasn't even like a trailer. It was like 15, here's 15 minutes gameplay with a guy kind of talking over it and talking about what was happening, what was going on. Those just seem so bland and boring to me. Like okay, so now we are going to head over to the blah 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 portion of the map, and then they like shows the guy clunking along, and then you know I just noticed like the I, the one the one part that I saw that the character was like running up a hill or upstairs or something, and it just Maybe it was even on a horse. I can't remember what the hell was going on. I watched it a few days ago, and and it just, the animation looked kind of shitty, and it didn't look like it really, I don't know, man, it's like 2021, like, you know, this game that has so much hype. I I felt like the, I don't know, the, what the heck studio, Blue Blue Point remake of whatever game they did, looked better than Elden
1: Ring. So I my brother is super stoked for this because he yeah. likes those kind of games. So we need
0: to bring him on. We've had him on before. I would love to
1: hear because he said he's waiting for that because him and I were talking a little bit earlier mm-hmm. Um and he was asking me about Far Cry and 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 he told me that he beat uh Kenna. Oh, yeah. And uh he, you know, basically commented on it similarly to you, whereas like the game is very cutesy but the boss fights are fucking crazy. Yeah. They're punishing. And, uh, and uh, so, you know, we were talking about because him and I have linked PSN accounts before so that he can play some games on my account and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, so he was asking me about Far Cry Six, and he kind of mentioned that he was excited for Elden Ring, which is cool because he was into Bloodborne and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> sure, I, I, I'm actually curious to see the opinion of somebody who is a, a Souls fan. I don't know if you want to call it like a Souls fan, yeah, or Souls like or whatever. Because, like to me, it's open world, but if it's just a Souls game. But now I have to, like, fucking run all over a map to do all the dying, then, like, I'm just, I'm even less interested. Yeah. But if it's, if it's like, hey, let's lighten up on the difficulty, but it's that same aesthetic and it's open world, then, yeah, I'm interested. Because, like, the thing about the Souls games is that they're fun to play. I just don't have the patience to be able to just get my ass kicked over and mm. over and over and over. I just and did over that in evil
0: within. I'm not ready to play another game like that, dude. I died yeah. so many fucking times, and it was frustrating. Well, the thing about the evil within <clears throat> is that the
1: only reason why it's difficult is because you, don't you didn't resources. manage your resources properly. Oh, I certainly right? did,
0: so, but I I don't think well, they gave I mean, you enough. I mean,
1: I, you <sighs> you probably started managing your resources correctly properly halfway through after it was too far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where you don't realize you need to get, like they, they didn't balance the game well enough where you mm-hmm. were like, you got to a point you should be able to get to a point where you're like, okay, now I know and I need to manage everything mm-hmm. properly. But it, once you got to that point, it was too far and you were always behind.
0: Yeah, so like Well the up- the upgrade tree, right? Is like you can upgrade how much ammo you can carry. That's that's part of like the upgrade oh, tree. Oh dude, that fucking crossbow is like the way
1: to beat that game. But you have to like you have to like disarm the trap do the it really good. And like r- yeah, ramp it's- it up. Plus, there's a little bit of luck involved with some of the enemies. You got to get headshots and like yeah, it's, yeah. There's like critical like chances and
0: stuff. It's weird. Have you played we're Resident back, Evil? we back into this conversation. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we're never gonna get through the news. Uh, y- y- I think I have. Yeah, I-, I can't imagine I haven't.
1: It's so good. Yeah. I love Resident Evil Four, but yeah. it is hard. It's hard. Like the Evil Within is hard. Yeah. So if you don't. If you didn't like the difficulty of the evil within, you wouldn't like the difficulty of RE four. But- I,
0: I didn't mind the difficulty. I I just didn't I didn't like how I felt like I was getting ripped off a lot. Like like I said, when I was trying to burn bodies that like I'm sitting there trying to fucking light a match and the prompt's not coming up and guys are coming up behind me and I'm like, just fucking light the match and like I couldn't do it. And then a guy would come up and like start hitting me and like I'd go into like a cutscene. Or, like, I'd try to leap up and jump onto a ledge, and the chainsaw guy would sneak up behind me, and I couldn't fucking get my guy to, like, ambulate over onto the top of the thing, and then you get the chainsaw through the stomach and insta-death. There's a couple insta-death situations in the game with the bosses that, like, really piss me off. Like, if they catch you, you just die and it's like that's frustrating because part of the part of the gauge that you up like like one of the upgrade trees is like how how far you can run before you get exhausted right and they don't tell you till halfway through the game that if you mash x x after your guy's exhausted they recover their stamina faster so like mm. There's like little tips like that that they don't even tell you. It's like, oh, if you would have just told me the first time I got exhausted, then I could have been doing this the whole time. But instead, I get exhausted, and, I'd, and then the guy would come up and kill me. But like, you could like pound the button and then like get your stamina back and run again. They just don't, well nothing that little game complaints too, like that. So We're back into the talk, but it, it's so just to be ha- fair,
1: to be fair, that game started in like with inspiration from Resident Evil four. So it it started yeah. From an antiquated sort of gameplay perspective. But the other thing about that game, and, and maybe you did this, maybe you didn't, mm. but you have to really focus on unlocking as many of those lockers in that dream world as mm. possible. Finding the, the keys, the hidden keys. Yeah. You have to You have to fucking get as many of those fucking things I as you can. I didn't get a lot of can. them. And that I think that's part of the reason why you struggled. Don't get me wrong; the game is still hard.
0: It's a really cool concept. Those keys. Yeah. So for the listeners, real real quick. So what it is? There's like hidden statues in the game, right? You you break a statue, you get a key, and then you enter this like weird limbo area where there's like an. It's a mirror. Like
1: you go into a mirror, and then you're in like a psych ward. It's weird. Yeah.
0: And then in the the back, there's like a detective's table, and then there's uh, a typewriter where you can save save the game very Resident Evil and then there's this back room with all these lockers and if you have a key you can pick whatever fucking locker you want and use the key and open it up and usually there's something in there that's going to help you so if you find these hidden keys in the in the gameplay area then you can go back next time you find a mirror and then have access to all these resources so again that's something that I didn't even pick up on until about I don't know it was probably my fault halfway through and then I started looking for them you know, search What well, did you learn.
1: do did you do all the uh the shit with the where you get like the juice and it, like in yeah. the electric chair and the green and do, like, gel the yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a good game. Sorry, let's let's move on to the next news point. Um so we said there was an Elden Ring trailer. What's next? Uh, nice resolution upgrade has been introduced to Psychonauts 2 for PS5 users who are playing the PS4 version via a game patch, which will also include some other updates to the game. Jake, you got Psychonauts 2, right? Dude, I will tell you this.
1: Psychonauts two is fucking awesome. I know we've talked about it on the podcast before. It's really good. Yeah. So if if you're interested in a mascot platformer y kind of game with a little bit more
0: nuance to it. It'll never come back to PlayStation, uh, Playstation, but go ahead. What's that? It's not gonna come back. It will
1: never come back to Playstation. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. But uh yeah, it's it's really good. It it's when I say it's really good, I say it's really good in that it is It is a good game, but it's also, also like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. You know, like every so often I need a game like this, where I just, I'm not in these dire circumstances. <laughs> it's not this third person, like cinematic thing that is just you know deteriorating my humanity like it, it's just a fun quirky sort of game kind of for kids or whatever you know like like i say the like a similar thing about like astrobot yeah where it's like man that game is that game a 10 out of 10 no but what it did for me psychologically when i played it yeah To me, is so use like it's worth it. Like everything about it is worth it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Psychonauts is one of those types of games, and and Ratchet is another one. Although I would say maybe a little bit less so, but I I I would love to see more of these types of games. I'm kind of bummed that they've kind of died, like mascot platformers. And I'll put that in quotes because you know it's sort of a broad (sighs) sweeping brush or whatever, but. I'm I'm kind of bummed that there aren't more of them out there. Like I would love to see another Sly Cooper game. Like I think that would be awesome oh, yeah. to like jump in and just be able to be like, "Oh, you know, this isn't like what I'm
0: playing doesn't really We got a cr- We got a Crash matter, game, but, but I wasn't really into that. It was a plus game actually, too.
1: Yeah, well the insane Trilogy, was it the insane trilogy or was it Crash 4? I don't remember what I think we it was got. the trilogy.
0: Yeah, it was so, a trilogy for
1: sure. I I just didn't I couldn't get down with the I didn't play all the crash games. Yeah, but I just couldn't get down with the gameplay loop. Like it's not really a loop, but it's like where you're like it's like a it's like a runner, but you're running towards yourself and like not in all of jump, them, but you do. Back. Yeah, yeah, it's it, not really my bag. You know, I I don't know.
0: Yeah, it seemed a little gimmicky at the time. I don't know. Uh, well, maybe in hindsight it seems gimmicky, but I yeah I think you're right I don't know we we need to make a couple lists for some bonus shows you know we we have the the idea to do the back catalog top five back catalog lists for 2022 games we're going to try to visit and then we should do like our favorite platformers you know maybe the top yeah. three platformers between you and I Things that you know, I guess we got to kind of keep it on PlayStation, which is tough because there aren't a whole lot. Of I was gonna say I could probably tell you my
1: top three platformers, and none of them are on PlayStation. Richard, so. dude. Richard, uh, what? Is Richard a
0: platformer? I don't know. It could be argued. Would you that, call it that? Because I don't know.
1: Like, do you think that we would get in trouble? Like, I just want to make the, like, you remember when... Use the entire song to Richard? You remember, like, on PS3 when you would hover over Richard and it would be that song oh, that would play in the so background? Good. Not when you started it, but when, yeah. in, uh, in the cross-media bar. Like, I just want to, like, make that. That PS This is an awesome theme song because it's so fucking I'd like fucking to play good. that game again.
0: I should but revisit it. It's so
1: good. Like, they'll never, they'll never remaster that game, but yeah. I would love to play it
0: again. yeah. All right. Well, hey, moving on with the news. Welcome to the PS This Is Awesome Patreon page. For those of you that don't know, my name is Fred Oakman. And I'm Jake Peters. And we're a PlayStation podcast currently in our 10th year. Our first episode aired in July of 2012, where we discussed and speculated on the arrival of the PS4. Over the years, we've used this podcast to take a break from adulting, share our love of video games, and in particular, PlayStation. PlayStation. The audio
1: podcast is available on all major streaming services, and we have recently made the leap to uploading video content and video podcasting to our YouTube channel, as well as the very occasional Twitter post or live stream. Over the years, we have covered everything from PS3 to PS Vita through the launches of PS4, PSVR, and now PS5. As our audience has grown over the years, we have decided to start this Patreon with the hopes of creating a medium in which we can give you the opportunity to help support
0: our show. And as a test bed, we're starting with a single tier. It's called the one and only $1 Club. So with your support at the $1 level, we're going to mail you a premium vinyl cut sticker and give you a shout out on the podcast. But at this time, unfortunately, we can only ship to the U.S. and Canada. But this is subject to change depending on your interest. So whether you're new to the show or you're a frequent flyer,
1: we are forever thankful for your support and hope you can find it in your little gaming heart to join us in the one and only $1 Club. Until next time, like PlayStation... Podcasting and Patreon. P.S. This, this is, is awesome.
0: Uh, Resident Evil Village is apparently getting some free DLC. Uh, I don't know when it's going to happen. They don't know what it is. but they, Capcom kind of hinted that, that was happening. So, don't expect to get it anytime soon. And also, don't expect to get any significant updates or free DLC for Cyberpunk 2077 this year. So, CD Projekt made, uh, CD Projekt Red rather made an update to their much cherry picked roadmap. And they have reset some of the dates, uh, the goals on their roadmaps. So um, they moved the DLC for Cyberpunk 2077 and uh, significant updates to the game out to 2022. I'm fine with that. Uh, like you said, you don't even care about the game. We, we're trying to keep the news on Cyberpunk low for the podcast. Jake's looking- wait is
1: this is this new news? Because I thought. I- I thought we had already, like, recently talked about them. Extending well, no, the Did the, they do it again?
0: No, they ex- the PS5 version was extended, right? But the DLC had always kind of had a fourth quarter 2021 date on it. Because um, they, you know, as CD Projekt Red does, they give a lot of free DLC with their games kind of how I think they boost their numbers and, and sell them so quick. They had planned on getting the DLC out by the end of the year, so that was changed on the roadmap recently. Um, secretly, it seems. They didn't really come out and announce anything. I don't think they did at least, but they, they changed the roadmap. And then, uh, moving forward, this is kind of excited Jake. You and I both like the Uncharted series. It was revealed that Skydance new media, a new studio uh, working on a Marvel title... And that's not all. Amy Hennig, the mind behind some of our favorite Uncharted games, will be at the helm. So this was news that broke, and I'm happy to see that Amy's back involved with a game that's hopefully not going to get canceled. I think the last game she was working on, didn't. it was a Star Wars game that didn't really work out or something. I think it just got canned, yeah, for uh, Visceral, I want to say. Yeah, so I I, I mean, does she still have it? Eh, We'll find out. I'm sure she still has it. It's she probably a has of, a lot of it right now because she hasn't been able to like get that creative energy out. So we'll see. I don't know. I've never heard of this Skydance new media though. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it's all about, but this was this was uh from Push Square. They had an article up about this. So it's interesting and she's she's really excited about it and it's going to be cross-platform I believe so. Which is interesting because, you know, a lot of the Marvel games are PlayStation focus. It seems I've got Guardians of Galaxy. We're getting the Wolverine. Marvel title? God. Oh, man. I don't even know what Marvel I hope it's
1: like... What I want is... Could
0: be like an Iron fan. Man I, game. Advent, I hope it's no, not I like don't an, give a sh- an Avengers shit. I hope it's something cool. I don't give it,
1: I don't give a crap about like any, you know, superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. But like what well, I want is... That's what it's going to be, though. Like... If she, well, sure, but I want it to be like some obscure thing that I've never heard of before, or like some super down to earth mm. Marvel IP, like uh, Jessica Jones or fucking The Punisher. Dude, The Punisher or like would be sick,
0: like a Frank Castle. Like something
1: like that, where it's just like, okay, this this is Marvel, like it's superheroes for audio but listeners. I'm doing the air quotes, yeah. right? But like, it's like down to earth like legit fucking story that is just not like you know fucking butterflies and rainbows mm. and magical powers and shit like so that. not like a I platformer I mean I would be even okay with I don't, like, I don't, I don't
0: care so much about like, that. Love to but get like, out of the serious stuff but I think for a Marvel game we need more serious stuff I think we need like yeah like you're saying like what if it was a Punisher game that kind of felt like the next gen Max Payne or something right where you go through the death of his family and you go through the stuff and it's very story driven and like you just get to be a badass you get to be the Punisher and kick ass that'd be amazing Daredevil maybe even, you know, Daredevil would be kind of cool, but that would be weird because Daredevil's blind, uh, it, and his superpower is sight,
1: that is one of the fucking dumbest things, he's like the one of the dumbest superheroes on the planet, like, don't get me wrong, I think, like, it's fine, like, yeah. Daredevil is fine, but to me, conceptually, from the outside, not a comic Isn't book Isn't it band. hearing, or it's like, is it sight? It's hearing, right? He's blind, but his superhero, his superpower is that his hearing is so good. He, it's better. than It's seeing. like he can see. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, come on, like, like it's cool,
0: but it's fucking. It's hokey. like the old like blind master thing with all like. Gi Joe has a blind master, right? Who's like, it's like the sensei who's robbed of his vision for some reason, but it's like an amazing martial artist, right? And you're like, that's oh, just so amazing. Like, how how can you predict all the moves and do all the blocks and like know how many fingers i'm holding up like you know you're just that wise or you that that amazing of a of a person you know i think there's something to it there's a lot of history behind that but yeah i don't know if a daredevil game would be cool but i would love to see the punisher work its way back in because they had a really good thing on netflix with the punisher series with uh god what's his name the guy who played shane in the walking dead i can't remember his name I really like him as an actor, too. It doesn't matter. Anyways, he, he did a great job. Uh, before him, it was Thomas Jane, but I think it was... Uh, man, what is his name? I just looked it up recently, too, because I was trying to find him in another movie called uh, Sweet Virginia. I think is the movie was in. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, moving forward... So, we'll have to wait. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what their game is. Uh, my guess is is that it's probably not the Punisher because that would be too cool. It's probably something like uh, a standalone rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy game or something. It's there. probably like the Silver Surfer. <laughs> What's well, another, like, you know, it's, it would be kind of cool to get like a Marvel game where you actually play as like the, the bad guy, right? Like, what if it was like you were like the bad guy? You were like, I don't know. That'd be cool. A kingpin. If game. you were
1: like fucking Galactus, yeah. and you were just like the size of a galaxy, just destroying shit, like that would be awesome. But it wouldn't make a good game. But it would they be- need to have
0: a game where the rules are reversed, where you're the bad guy. It's gonna be fun. You get to pick on the good guys. All right. So, anyways, Kina, we talked about Kina Bridge Spirits a while ago. Your brother played it. He kind of had the same opinion as I did. I know because he sent me a PlayStation message and said he was having a lot of trouble in the woods. Oh, Spirit. you know what? Be sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But like, I feel
1: like they could do something awesome in terms of like Amy, any uh, Amy Hennig style story. Mm -hmm. If it was like, uh, like, um, Captain America or like Bucky Barnes or like, like something like that, where it's like one of those characters that's like
0: cool, but not cool. What, what era would you do it? Like the world war two era? Or would you do modern day? Mm, I think World I War know. Two would be awesome. Imagine being Captain I, America in World War Two. That would be dope as shit. Or even like
1: uh, they're already doing a Wolverine game, or uh, Insomniacs doing mm-hmm. it. But like, you know, Wolverine du- during World War Two would be dope. Or but like, uh, I don't know. I think the Punisher is the the dopest option. <laughs> to be honest with you, be I would wild love to have graphic. just like just like a good. Just like, just like a, like a well written Punisher game, it'd be
0: tough it'd be to awesome. pull off because you would have to have a lot of violence in it to make it work, to make it visceral and be like the Punisher. You know what I mean? And being, I think this would probably be their first game out of the gates, and being a Marvel property, and they want it to be cross platform. Like I can't really imagine them going that route, but man, it would be rad to have an awesome Punisher game. What about Spawn? That'd be kind of sick. That would be fucking awesome. Dude, That
1: I, I'll i be honest with you. That movie from whatever it was, like 2000 or 2001 or whatever, mm-hmm. 98 or... You remember that the, they made a movie. Uh, uh, when did that come out? It came out in 97. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so I was a little bit off. That movie was pretty shitty. <laughs> but it was like a fun movie. Like, they could make an awesome... I don't know.
0: Continue. I, sorry, I, I keep dragging you off track on this. Yeah, Jake's. Like, this is the podcast where Jake just tries to derail me all day. No, it's <laughs> fine. Uh, it's good. We're just moving forward. So, you said your brother talked about Kena Bridge of Bridges Spirits really uh, yeah. lately, and he, he actually messaged me and said that he was having trouble with the Woodland Spirit boss battle. And I said, yeah, dude, it's really tough. But she got through it. But uh, there is a new patch for Kena Bridge Spirits, and it's going to buff the game a bit, make it run a little smoother. Um, just as a side note again kind of what uh, he was saying your brother and, and you know to kind of echo my sentiment or reinforce what I've said before about it, it is a gem of a game um, and if you haven't seen it, I did a nice little takeaway video on Kena Bridge of Spirits on our YouTube channel so go check that out uh, I think it's like a 5 to 8 minute long takeaway video of a lot of footage I edited from my playthrough and a lot of narrative and, and uh, voice over on it so make sure to check that out if you're still interested in Kena that was it for the news. Jake, do you have anything else news-wise that you'd like to add to the show today for the listeners? Mm. I I don't think so. All right. Fair enough. We're pretty much through most of these new games because we're recording this and it is the 6th. And, uh, but let's go through them because we did miss some, uh, we're a little bit behind on today's episode. So new games coming out or have been released, sort of the Necromancer of PS5 and PS4 came out November 1st, November 2nd. We got First Class Trouble, which is a PS Plus game, PS5, PS4. Knockout City, which is a Plus game, PS5. And Shantae Half-Genie Hero Ultimate Edition, PS5, PS4. That was the 2nd of November. 3rd of November, we got Bloodshore, PS4. Blood Rally Show, PS4. In the Solitaire uh, Conspiracy, PS5. November 4th, we got Demon Turf, PS5, PS4. Enkadia, PS4. Helleborn, PS4. Just Dance 2022, PS5 and PS4. Mr. Driller Drillland, Jesus, there's a platformer for you, I guarantee it. PS5, PS4, no, it's probably not. Pretty Girls Panic Plus, PS5, PS4, and Super Sammy Roll, PS5, and The Binding of Isaac Repentance, PS5, PS4. Binding of Isaac Rebirth was a really big game. I never heard anything about this Repentance thing. Is it a remake? Is it a sequel to The Binding of Isaac Rebirth? I don't know. November 5th. Yesterday, uh, according to the day we are recording this, we got Binary Star Infinity on PS4, Call of Duty Vanguard, PS5, PS4, which is a big release, Cave Bad, PS5, Christmas Break 2, PS4, Fast and Furious, Spy Racers, Rise of Shifters, PS4, Mobile Gun... Uh, no, Mobile Suit Gundam, Battle Operation Code Fairy PS5, PS4, that's... Pukin, Bye Bye, PS4, Still Stand PS4, and The Gardener and the Wild Vines PS4. Those were the games that I'm aware of that got released this past week, and thanks to Push Square for getting that list together for us so we can just talk about it on the show. I didn't realize Call of Duty was coming out so soon, and I guess it's out. Um, I did see some reviews, and I thought there were early reviews of the single player saying that it was uh, very akin to kind of like what's the Brad Pitt movie uh, where they're like I'm mean, going to kind of kill some Nazis what the hell uh, Inglourious yeah Bastards. it kind of has that kind of a vibe to it but it's uh, the single player is pretty short they said the single player campaign but I don't know uh, I guess if you want to look at reviews I don't have that game Jake I don't think you have it so go online and look for yourself but it's one of those things Call of Duty is always one of those games that I want to rent and not buy for the single player campaign I don't know where you can rent games these days.
1: Uh, I, don't if, I don't even know if like I don't think Redbox even has PS5 games. I don't
0: still. I don't know if they do. They might. They might at this point, man. PS5's been out for a year now. So, and all those manufacturer warranties are expiring, FYI, if you got your PS5 on day 1, it's now in that? <laughs> the manufacturer's warranty on the PS5 I think is good for a year. So if shit goes haywire with your system now. It's, it's up to fate. Good luck getting uh, it fixed. Good luck finding a replacement unit also. So you better hope your PS5s are uh, going to hang in there. You watch. I better make sure that I don't get jinxed here. I don't know, I'm man. I'm sure it'll be fine. I I mean if
1: my PS4 or launch PS4 lasted for it still works. I mean, I'm still using it, so yeah. man. I'm, I'm sure that the there's probably there's probably some obviously PS5s
0: that are breaking, but yeah, probably. I, don't know. I bet you there's a lot actually. A bunch of people don't know to take care of their fucking shit. You know, Cheeto fingers on the controllers, and I don't know, letting the dust bunnies invade you know you gotta air that shit out you gotta clean out your system once in a while you take care of it quit eating all those Cheetos you know eat a, eat a salad or some shit while you play video games dude so so do you do you like Doritos only well I do so I, I was gonna be a Dorito snob but yes I, I like the spicy chili purple bags the best I do like a okay. regular Dorito also
1: uh, what is a regular fucking Dorito
0: you just know the nacho cheese yeah 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 all right,
1: so oh, gee. the spicy, the sweet chili, oh. spicy ones, the purple bag—they're fucking dope, right? Yeah, they're they're the second best Dorito. What's the first best? Well, the the regular nacho cheese. You one think so? The best one. I, I think so. I, I think just if you're just like objectively like, what's the best fucking Dorito? If you had to one. choose one for the yeah, rest so, of your life, so so like I, I would agree that the, the <laughs> sweet me. chili ones are the objectively the second best one. Mm-hmm. People will probably just from the sake of, you know, uh historical sort of relevance, maybe say Cool Ranch is the second best, but I'd uh, say you're you're wrong. Mm-hmm. But dude, my problem with Doritos these days let me just throw I'm just throwing this out there. They're so expensive. There is there's too big of a gap between the regular Doritos and the Flamin' Doritos. Have you ever had like the Flamin' Hot Doritos? No, I have of any of any variety. I whether don't... it's like the like the the lime ones or like the regular Nacho Cheese ones or whatever. No, I don't. I don't think I have actually. It's like, let's just say the Nacho Cheese Doritos, which is like the OG Dorito. You've got the regular one. Mm-hmm. Tastes good. A baby could eat it. Then you've got the fucking flaming hot nacho cheese one which is like I can have one and it's good and then I have the second chip and I need to like freaking swim in a pond because it's so They're hot. They're too hot? It it's too much for you. Like I want there to be like a middle of the road fucking Dorito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and like there there's like they have these uh you've probably even seen them before they have these like Doritos like uh they call them like Doritos Dynamites or Dyna. They're like they're like a Dorito that's like rolled up into a tube. Have you ever seen no, this before? No. It looks like a Dorito that before they like made it hard. They rolled it up into a tube, and it, they like made it hard. That I don't even know what it's fucking called, but like they're really hot, like really hot, and it's like you go from like hot, or you go from not hot. To too hot to really fucking hot. It's like give me like a middle of the road hotness. Yeah, of the
0: nacho cheese variety. That's what I want. And like a they middle ground. Got it for me. Yet. Kind of like uh, not the deep end, but also not the shallow end. You, you want to get your shoulders wet, but you don't want to go under. Yeah, I want that. Like I want that. You know, I want <laughs> that above ground pool that's five foot deep. That's what I want. Yeah, not the three and a half foot, and not not the fourteen <laughs> foot. Like, you want it just deep enough <laughs> that, you know, you don't have to try to get wet.
1: It's like it's like our pool, we have an in-ground pool, <laughs> and the shallow end is literally three feet deep. So, when I'm in the shallow end, yeah. it's, like, to my ball sack. Like, you're standing That's in a pool. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the deep end is eight foot deep. So, you're just So, it's like, under. if I want to just, like, stand in the pool... And have it like up to my <laughs> neck. I've got to like stand on the slope like halfway down the fucking pool so that like I'm Why don't they
0: have like satisfied? five foot deep pools that is just like that's the that's the depth. Why is it always probably, three foot versus like nine feet or eight it's feet? It's probably because
1: of like children fucking children. Yeah. It's like ah, you can't just have fuck, like man. a pool that's
0: but what if it's five foot the whole the whole thing's just five foot deep like it'd be like that's then, what I want like, so then no kids if... would wanna use your pool and adults would be like this is fucking awesome like i'm not gonna I'm not gonna drown you know but at the same time I'm like staying cool you know what I want is like like a pool like mine, but the
1: shallow end is like four and a half foot deep yeah a little so just that it's like deeper. up to my nipples you gotta wait for it to and rain then like Yeah, and then like the deep end is eight foot deep, so if I want to dive in, I can do that. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. This is this is the wrong conversation. No, it's a great conversation. You know, the the November. If I'm
0: being honest, the podcast was a little lackluster today. There wasn't a whole lot to talk about, but I think this is. I think we're on the right track here of keeping the listeners. Dude, what happened one this past week? Because
1: like, you know, we're in northern Pennsylvania. Yeah. I went to North Carolina for work on Tuesday. Yeah, I got down there. I left. You know, it's like whatever. It's a little bit chilly, but not too bad. Mm. I go down there, totally fine. It's like fucking sixty-five degrees outside, sure. of North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come back up here, yeah. and it's like twenty degrees outside, yeah, literally, and yeah. all of my shit is frozen.
0: Yeah, it was, like what happened this past week? Like it just became winter. Winter all of a sudden. All of a sudden, yeah, it sucks. I don't know. I wish. I wish it. You know, it's, it's it's. Excuse me. It shouldn't be a surprise, but it always is because it does. It really comes out of nowhere. Like you're like, well, the weather should be getting bad by now, but it's beautiful outside. And then like you wake up the next day and it's like three feet of snow. And you're like, up oh, there it is. <laughs> it doesn't really ease you into it. It's like there's no slow decline in temperature and comfort levels. You know, it's like either either you're outside and you're sweating or you're outside and you're fucking freezing. So it's frustrating. I understand. I it's it's getting to that time
1: though where like I'm 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 looking for my winter game. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't know if you have a winter game. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but like I have games where it's like, it's cold outside. Mm. It might be sunny, but it's too fucking cold to do anything. So like, I want to maybe play something and just like, be wrapped up on the couch playing a thing. And like, historically, you know, Skyrim or, or the Elder Scrolls generally has been very important to me in that regard. But we've talked in the past about in the past couple of weeks, even about I've mentioned that I'm almost positive that this Black Friday, mm. we're going to see a discount on the Mass Effect Legacy or Legendary Edition. Legacy yeah. Edition? Legendary, Legendary Edition, whatever. Yeah, it's all three. Dude, the more I've been thinking about it, the more I'm like, mm, that might be the thing. If it's on you know I mean? that Black might...
0: Friday, that might not be. And then you and I need to just sync it up and, and give ourselves a deadline to beat the first one so we can talk about it. And then that'd be fun. And I'm, dude, I you haven't played any of them, right? No. So I
1: I haven't beat the first one, so we can kind of go through that together or whatever. But like, I'm really excited to see what your opinion is on Three. the second one okay. specifically. And then the third one, whatever. I don't care. It's good. It's good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But like the to me, the second one is the pinnacle of the series. It's yeah. the Empire Strikes Back of Master I Effect. still...
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. that's on my list. I haven't played the Final Fantasy remake yet. Seven remake. I haven't done that. Oh, dude. You got to get to I next. have it. So, That'd be a good winner game.
1: Yeah. I need to play the Integrate stuff. The, uh, the Yuffie DLC. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got like probably five more years before the second part of the remake comes out, so I could probably figure it out at some point. But.
0: That's why I was in real, really no rush to play that, but I have it, and so that's on my that's on my list. Bioshock Two's on my list for a possible winner game. Uh, Wait, you played? You
1: only played the first Bioshock? Or... I played the first and third now. Yeah, you should play Bioshock Two. It's did you play the um, the DLC for Infinite? I don't think so. I To be completely fair, I played the first episode of Burial at Sea, but I haven't played the uh, second one. Mm. But Bioshock 2 is good. It's not as good as 1 or Infinite, but it is still very good you, you should play.
0: You know what might be a great game to sink my teeth back into this winter? And this sounds ridiculous, but on the PS5... Red Dead Redemption 2. So,
1: yeah, it's one of those games. It's kind of like, for me... No, I I think Red Dead Redemption 2 is a better game. Mm -hmm. But for me, like... uh, Persona 5 Royal. Mm -hmm. I loved Persona 5. I thought it was really good. I thought Persona 4 had a better story. Persona 5 had better gameplay. But... Persona 5 Royal came out. I never played it. It had a whole separate chapter with a new character and all this stuff. But I talked to a buddy of mine about it and he was like, yeah, except the new shit you want to play is like end game content. And it's like, okay, so I got to play 90 hours of bullshit. Not bullshit. It's a good game, but like 90 hours of the same game I've already played just to get to (coughs) <coughs> the new stuff,
0: yeah, and like I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that, man. What about? Yeah, I hear that. Like what? You know, I I really want to play Last of Us two again. I really want to play that again. You know, I, I I do need to. I
1: think that like from a personal perspective, I do need to play back through that game. I don't know, know if when is the I, right I think time. I need to, uh,
0: because winter's going to be depressing and that game's fucking depressing, man. I don't know if I want to do that in the winter time. Here's a problem with the last. There's no the good time game. to play it. Well, that is a problem.
1: But the other problem too is that and I think that this is just generally the problem with that game is it's too fucking long. Yeah. The game is too long. Like if the game was 20 hours. The game took me almost 40 hours to beat. Mm. If the game was 20 hours long and I could just blitz through it, get the story, you know, absorb sort of what they were trying to portray to me as the yeah. consumer. I, cause I thought about playing back through it again recently. And I was just like, mm. I just don't know if I have it in me. It's one of those games that just takes so much out of you emotionally. Yeah. Would
0: it Is a second like, playthrough though? Would it now that you know the story? you know how it ends. No, probably not.
1: But at the same time it's like 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 I was just talking about Persona 5. Yeah. For example, yeah. like I was like okay, I want to play Persona 5 again with new game plus. It still took me 90 hours to beat that fucking game. That's insane. So my guess is that even though I will be playing it through the second time I will be uh, able to sort of focus more on the story, be less affected by the jarringness of the the narrative. It's still going to be one of those things where it's like, why is this game so long? You know, you have to... Because not only are you fighting sort of the the negative aspects of the story, which I don't I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that like the game it's very heavy. The story is very heavy, but it's also very long. So so it's like weighing on you for longer periods of time. You're just trudging deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into right. It. And I would love for there to be like a a bridged version of that game. I know it sounds stupid, but like. I want somebody to make, like, an abridged version where it's like, hey, I don't have to play all this bullshit. Just give me, like, the, the Cliff Notes version of this game where it's, like, 18 to 20 hours long. That's what I want. Yeah. I, I think if it wasn't for the fact that it took me so long to beat, I would have
0: thought that it was, like, one of the greatest games ever made. I still think it is. I still, regardless, I I know exactly where you're coming from, though, because, like... It got to the point where the length of the game started interfering with my enjoyment because I was in my head. I was like, is it going to end here? Is it? Is this where it ends? Is my? Is this experience ending soon? Nope, we're still going. Oh, okay. I see what they're doing. How long is this going to happen for? Like the whole time, my brain is like, I wonder if this is like one of the last battles. I wonder if this is like, this must be the last like... Setting that I'm going to be in, you know, it's like, nope, nope, they're going to throw something different at me now. Okay, wonder how long this part is, you know, and that my my dude, maybe you were the same way, but like my brain quit thinking about the story, or maybe it still thought about the story, but then an amount of bandwidth that should have been more intrigued by the story slowly shifted to when is this going to end. Is this where it is? Is this happening now? Is this the real ending? Is this not the real ending? So, like, it kind of fucked it. You know what I mean? Like, I see what you mean. I don't know. Well,
1: and they, they, I, I've heard this on other podcasts before, but other other platforms have made the point that, like, there's a whole section of the game, kind of like with, uh, we were just talking about Red Dead Redemption 2. There's a whole section of the game that could have just been lopped off and made DLC mm. like there's the whole probably last eight to ten hours of the last of us part two mm-hmm.
0: could sec- have been, been a second could been last part a 3. DLC
1: chapter right yeah it didn't need to be a thing right it, there there was a point of closure I would say between two-thirds and three quarters of the way through that game where it was like okay this is the end. And then they could have just been like, OK, six months later, here's the DLC
0: where and you leave it on a cliffhanger because yeah. it would have been a cliffhanger
1: where I think. Right. You're it but it was. But it would have been a decent point of closure. And then it would have been like, OK, here's like maybe a Man, few months a, later or six months later. It's like, OK, discussion. Ellie's struggling now. Let's go deeper. And there's another six to eight hours
0: and They could have wrapped up. So, dude, they could have done this. So they could have ended on the cliffhanger. There's a minor spoiler here. Like, in the theater, right? Is that what you're thinking the cliffhanger would be?
1: I was thinking when... Uh,
0: so, spoiler alert. Yeah, just shut when, the podcast off now if you haven't beat The Last of Us 2. Seriously. So, but then we're so, gonna talk so about this real
1: quick. Go my ahead. Thought, my thought was when Ellie and whatever the fuck her lover's Abby. name was. No, I don't remember her name. When when they retired to their farm. There in, wasn't much after that, was there? Well, there was that whole like five to eight hour section where she's just like I can't deal with this, and she has to go after Abby, and then, like, you find out that Abby's been captured, and then, like, you do all this stuff, and then it's like, oh, you find Abby, but she's, like, tied to a pole in the ocean, and you gotta, like... Oh, so shit.
0: so I'm, I'm thinking a rewrite. So here's what I was thinking. So I see what you're saying. I forgot the order of things, but I was thinking, like, you get to the theater where Abby gets the drop on them, but you're still Ellie. It's like, oh, someone's here. You hear so-and-so gets shot or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, when you rush down there and Abby's got her fucking gun on you and her gun on who whatever the, the Joel's brother's name. Is. I can't remember. It's Sam. It's not Sam. What the fuck his name is that guy. Right. And then it's just like credits roll. You don't know what fuck. No, no credits don't roll smash cut to Ellie by herself in her home in the home right sitting there it's vacated you don't know what the fuck happened she's miserable you don't know why credits and then the dlc is the whole abby experience your abby and then you get to play the other side of it and then you realize you know that ellie goes out and tries to like fucking get closure that would, be, that would have been interesting. Because then in the DLC could have actually been a whole other fucking game. If they would have just kept the perspective of Ellie for, for the game. And then they... Because I think what they tried to do was what they did in the first Last of Us, right? Which is like, oh, you're Joel the whole game. And nope, switcheroo. You're actually Ellie for a good part of the first game. And then they pulled the same fucking punch in the second game and it had an impact but it made the game twice as long so if they would have just had dlc that was like the abby experience and it was like but i guess it doesn't drive home the story or what the, they wanted you to feel right they wanted you to feel like ellie wasn't like a good person so
1: to i speak. think the hard part would have been selling know. selling a dlc that was just you playing as abby cuz no on one would have wanted to at story. that point right because everyone would have hated her so so like my whole thought process was like what if the game ends where (laughs) the story kind of ends and then the the DLC is where uh Ellie is living this perfect life yeah and but she can't deal with the fact that she She's hasn't dealt with post traumatic stress and stuff. Yeah, right. So she goes off to do the thing. That's the DLC, and it's kind of like Red Dead Redemption. It's like it could have ended with Arthur Morgan's story, and then the DLC could have been the fucking John Marston shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like because there's like thirty hours right. or twenty hours of John Marston shit after the Arthur Morgan yeah, stuff. That's interesting. It's like It could have been a clean break there and that could have been the thing, right? And I know I I appreciate them just including that and not having it be extra paid content, but I feel like it would have helped to sort of break up the experience in a way that would have made it more digestible, personally.
0: Yeah. All right, let's close things off, man. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we didn't ruin this podcast for anybody. And, you know, I do feel like it's a different vibe today. I don't know what it is. I think that it's 1130 at night. I've had a drink. You've had a drink or two. You watched a pens game. I'm tired. We both have, uh, did they win or lose? I just want an answer. They win or lose. They lost in the shootout. Yeah, that sucks.
1: I... It was an awesome game. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> they, they, they they were ahead and then <laughs> Minnesota fucking scored two goals with an empty net at the end of the game. I don't know. It was a good game. I enjoyed it. Penn still
0: got a point, but Fair enough. Well, let's shoot out of here. What do you say? So unfortunately there's no music closing this show. I need, and Jake needs, all of y'all to get creative and write some shit so we can put it on the end of our show here. Send an mp3 to us. P.S. awesome at gmail.com, along with your band name and the title of the song, and we'll notify you when and if it goes live. So in the meantime, what I'm going to do is recommend a band to everybody. I don't know these guys, but I've been listening to them a little bit more lately than before. It's like one of those bands that I heard and I was like, yeah, these guys are good. And then I they dropped off my radar and then I heard them again. I was like, yeah, these guys are fucking great. And then the third time I heard them, I was like, I gotta get their shit. So they're called Drug Church. They're from Albany, New York. They're really fucking good, man. They are really, really great. They're they're heavy, they're loud. They sound fantastic. It's exactly the the kind of music I needed to hear this past week. Check them out. Drug Church, they got an album out called Cheer. I don't know these guys. I don't even know I'm talking about them. And they put out another record called Tawny, like a five-song uh, five uh, record. So you maybe have heard of them, but go check them out. It might be in your alley. So with all of that out of the way, thanks for just... Powering through this episode with Jake and I. This late night of P.S. This is op- awesome. Opposite. P.S. This is awesome. COVID brain. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. P.S. This is awesome. Episode 194. So, like, everybody's gone to the rapture. Everybody's golf. And Echo Chrome. P.S. Yes. This is awesome. This is awesome. awesome.